If you don't see the connection between sports, entertainment, and politics, this podcast ain't for you. If you didn't throw up the Wakanda Forever sign at least once this week, this podcast ain't for you. And it's been a while, but if you are still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this podcast ain't for you. Welcome back, friend. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Look, before you even get on my ass, I know you mad that you seen the notification that we dropped and we ain't dropped in like two and a half weeks. But look, we got a personal lives. Uh, my wife decided to go back to work and I had to... Uh, seek refuge in Texarkana because I could not take care of a baby by myself. <laughs> and I thought I could record with just my expensive ass Mac. My, what is this? An iPad. And it didn't work out like that. So I had to get some equipment and here we are. Jordan to the rescue. Yeah. Jordan had to go in my house, uh, get my equipment from my office and shit. She made a crazy comment that said it looks like she's stealing. She's robbing me blind. So my neighbors are probably definitely confused to seeing a white woman in all black neighborhood taking a mic, a Mac Pro. Oh. It's your your neighbor across the street was standing in his driveway looking at me like, well, who the fuck are you? Yeah. He's <laughs> definitely gonna snitch when he sees me. Like, yo, are you missing some shit from your house? <laughs> Like, nah, brother, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, it, it's been a while, but, you know, we're we're back at it. We've said this once. We'll say it again. Get over it. Or no, love us for it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We're uh, just, like, quirky like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're here. We're not, you know, but we're trying. Uh, housekeeping. Let's, what's what's going on with you, B? How you been? I've been through a lot in this last week. 30 is definitely coming up on my ass because I cannot do it like I used to whatsoever. There is a point in time in my life in college where I remember going out four to five nights of the week and then, you know, going to class, going to work the next day like it never happened. And I just don't understand how it was possible. But I went home, got my hair done. I'm freshly blonde, chopped several inches off, um, and then fell into a (laughs) wheel of debauchery and excess for 48 hours just to have to get up early, drive back to go to work, and then do it all again for like a girls weekend that I had (laughs) agreed to prior to this week, Friday and Saturday. So I went to work yesterday, and I have been in a coma ever since when I got home. Yeah, I, when you were in town, uh, in, I guess a day or so before that, I was kind of doing the same thing. And I had to tell myself, like, look, I understand getting turned up is fun. But, bruh, you, I wasn't even waking up hungover or nothing. It was just the fact, like, monitor yourself. Do better. I was, I put myself in some real fucked up situations over the weekend. And uh, to the Liberty ILO uh, high school football team staff i apologize if i did or said anything but shit happens i guess hmm. guess alum can't come and be fucked up or something i don't know <laughs> you know it, it is what it is but uh y'all in my I, life, um, 
Oh. I was <laughs> just a just a heads up because I didn't sleep much at all for over like four to five days. I was so hungover Thursday, and I was late. Wait, I don't even know what days are what days. Friday, and I was late to work already, and then. I, things kept happening to where I couldn't get out of Texarkana on time that I could not stop, but I had to throw up. So I threw up in a Walgreens bag on the way there and just driving and just had to tie that bitch up and throw it out the window. It was a be- real struggle. I believe that is uh, like life achievement unlocked for any Xbox <laughs> fans. Like you definitely got that logo placed, whoever's playing the Jordan Brady video game. This is like throw up while driving. Do 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 seventy five gems, man. Get well, spending wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's a detox week. We drinking nothing but juice this week. Cause good God. Yeah, that's you. Uh, I know. Sometime this week, I'm playing golf, and uh, I definitely have some uh, hard seltzers <laughs> while I'm out there. But uh, in other news, uh, yeah, my wife is currently fighting COVID one on one in South Texas. I took my black ass to Texarkana. My mother has stole my baby. (laughs) I see my child as if I'm a cousin twice removed. (laughs) She secretly. So this is how this is what my mom did. So uh, for the first few nights, it was me and Charlie uh, up all night and I couldn't get her to go to sleep. Uh, It's always been one of my struggles. I can get her to take a nap. I can get her to calm down. But to like wind her out for a night. It's hard for me to do. Diva typically does it. Uh, so since it was me and her, I kept complaining to my mom, like, she's not going to sleep. I don't know what's going on. So one night, my mom keeps her to like two or three, knocks her out, lay, lay out for the rest of the night. Cool. Uh, one of the nights, me getting fucked up at in Texarkana, I come home thinking I was going to get Charlie. And my mom was like, nah, we got it. Don't worry about it. Next night, I come home a little late. A little tipsy. I was like, okay, where my baby? My mom was like, don't worry about it. So she used my two drunk nights as an excuse to, I'll take Charlie. Now she just has, yeah, now she just has it. She just keeps her. <laughs> and I'll be like in the back room and then she'll give me my daughter if she needs to do something. <laughs> so I'm at the point now that I, I gotta make appointments to see my baby. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was like, man, your mom is going to lose her shit once when it's, once when I come back. And I was like, yeah, she she is because she can't keep my baby forever. <laughs> so that that's some parenting shit. You know, grandparents are going to grandparent. I'm trying <laughs> to adjust. Lucky to have them. Yeah, man, real lucky. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's been a while since we recorded. But this what was it Friday. We got hit with some with some tragic news. Uh, Disney and the universe, the Marvel universe, will never be the same. Cause fucking Chadwick Boseman died, and that's fucked up. It's very sad, very alarming. Because no one knew that for four years he had been battling cancer. Um, because he clearly has one of the tightest camps in the game. Oh yeah, and he he his group of friends are phenomenal mm-hmm. and that's just how he wanted he didn't want people to know him for or remember him for they want he wanted people to know him for himself and his work and that's definitely the legacy that he left that's for sure 
So it was three times a heavy hitter. A, because no one knew that he was sick. So no one was expecting it. B, because of who he is and like what he represents, just his body of work as an actor, really. And then C, because of who he represents for black people and like black kids, not just as the Black Panther, even though that is a major, major part of his life, but every role he ever did was so important to the community and to like kids growing up and deciding like your dreams and things like that. He made so much more possible just through a singular career, which is wild in and of itself. If he had lived to 60, 70 and we would have been talking about it, but now it feels like it was like ripped away and we don't even get to talk about it or see more of it. And with you saying all that, uh, some just sparked up in my mind. I remember uh, when Black Panther took off and it became its own entity, uh, billion dollar movie, and fans and and you know creators alike used to always want Chadwick to like throw up the Wakanda sign or you know play up or talking that that accent or whatever, and it always seemed like he was pissed off. As mm-hmm. if he was un- not ungrateful, but like irritated that that was his like most famous role. And if you think about it, this motherfucker may have just been through like chemo that day, or like right. heard some fucked up news that you know this shit is terminal, and dog. Like you got an expiration date sooner than what you expected. Like anything could have been going on to where his mind wasn't even thinking about that character, mm-hmm. and it could have just been on his literal health, and no one around him, uh, fans or you know entertainers knew what the fuck was going on man that's that's heavy that's a lot to bear for one person definitely but it's also kind of the dream to like um construct and control how you're perceived by people and Mm -hmm. for the perception that you want to be the reality and to have the type of team and family around you to keep that together is like definitely a blessing to say the least yeah, to look definitely. for a, a bright side in the situation. It was just so rough. And the the freaking pictures of the kids with all their Marvel toys saluting their like Black Panther laying down. <laughs> that was so sad. Because this shit goes in waves. Like that is probably 13 to or maybe 10 to birth. Like if you're paying attention to shit, Black Panther was your superhero. Just like LeBron is most people my age superhero. Just like Kobe is a certain demographic just like jordan is like everybody has somebody they look up to and it just so happened that chadwick boseman you know started it was an actor instead of like a crazy athlete now might be like zion williamson for like young guys if they're looking up to uh you know an african-american as you know inspiration and to see wakanda forever like wakanda forever and like that became a whole like mind frame a whole thing mm-hmm. you want to achieve everybody was like we want our own wakanda which is basically africa but we want somewhere for you know for us by us like with nothing but wealth or even what akon is doing akon is prosperity doing. yeah so it, it sucks to to witness it and the, it could still be a mind state they're going to either replace the actor or kill them off in Wakanda and those characters from the MCU will still be relevant to the Marvel story, but that shit 
it's going to be tough to not see that guy anymore. Yeah. And then in general, his body of work was just so sick. Yeah. This man was the black everything. He was Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. He was a Black Panther, of course. Me and my mom was just talking about this last night. Uh, Thurgood Marshall, I think he played. 21 uh, Bridges. 21 Bridges was a, a movie that just came out or is coming out. There's It just came out. The Five Bloods is what's coming out um, with Spike Lee. Yeah, Spike Lee's joint on Netflix. Yeah. So um, even with him going through some shit that was killing him. He still gave us two to three movies for us to dog. I, if I don't want to go to work with a headache, with a headache, I'm calling in. And this man had terminal cancer and was giving us bodies of work as a main actor in feature films, man. You, you got to give him a round of applause. You, you have to appreciate what he, he did. Yeah, and 2020 can't get any worse. Man, 2020 has got to chill. At what point can it just chill? Black Mamba, gone. Black Panther, gone. Uh, Georgetown's uh, head coach, AI's uh, college mm-hmm. uh, coach, he passed away. Uh, so much death, despair, hurricanes, goddamn tornadoes. I'm ready for Bigfoot to come out and start attacking people. That's how crazy this year has been. And we still got four more months to go. Three more. Three more months to go. Yeah, uh, really, this is not important to your life, but a famous drag queen from the RuPaul Drag Race franchise also passed this week named Chi Chi Devane. And she was um, the only one out of street. She was from Shreveport, really right outside of Shreveport, but she represented Shreveport. And everything she did, she brought Louisiana to everything that she did. And there are a lot of people from Texarkana and Dallas who actually knew her in life. And she had been battling a terminal illness for a while as well. And there's a really, a really like touching fan art that was going around. That's Kobe, Chadwick Boseman, her um, all-stars outfit. And I can't remember who the other person was that was in the picture. Just more, just (laughs) more heaviness. For 2020. Man, if we get any more things heavy, we're going to crumble. This is going to be the tipping point. If Trump gets reelected, I think it's game over. I think by December, there's going to be some uh, Game of Thrones, fucking Hunger Games, uh, Purge is going to be some real wild shit by 1231. So just just be prepared. Get your guns now. They're they're kind of rare to get, but you better buy what you can get. My hope is that that will not be the case, that there will be some sort of a reset. But that is me attempting to be an optimist. Uh, simple question. Yes or no. We're n- we, we can't go deep into it cause we're going to sound like crazy. You think Biden and Kamala got a chance? Oh, my answer changes day to day. 
Today, yes. Okay. Feel like Trump America gonna win again. So get your guns ready. You could also attempt to vote. I mean, I know it's a wild concept, but you could try to vote. Yeah, I'm gonna do them shits. I'm gonna register. I'm gonna do them. Right. I'm gonna use my passport, fam. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Uh, you will be missed. Uh shit. I'm just sitting there thinking about the people past Pop Smoke. Uh you you're up there with some with some crazy people, man. You're you're uh heaven, you're heaven Hall of Fame. Got a crazy class. So all the art of Stanley welcoming him to heaven and like telling him he did a good Ooh. job. That shit Lord, that just hurt me. Yeah. Uh in other news. Uh you want to talk a little sports? A little. Though I will say there's actually been more to talk about with sports in the last week and a half than there has been in such a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a few reasons why. Uh I wanna start with the the playoffs, uh just because playoffs niggas have been balling. We talking about playoffs? Uh <laughs> Motherfuckers have been balling their ass off. Uh, so that has always been entertaining to watch. I thought that the uh, bubble wasn't going to work out. I thought they were going to play some and then COVID was going to break out again, but they're handling that shit perfect. Per- perfect. I said perfect. Perfect. And uh, <laughs> But then some some insanity happened and they froze the NBA for 24 hours. So that that was interesting. Uh, it was all off the backlash. Do you, do you remember his name? Know his name? Um, his name was Jacob Blake. He was shot okay. in the back seven times in Wisconsin. Supposedly the details are iffy, but from what I gathered, he went to break up a fight in his neighborhood. Then the police showed up, tried to get him to stop. What black man is going to try to listen to police right now? He tried to leave the scene because he didn't have anything to do with it. And they shot him, and he was unarmed. Yeah, that is uh, what the general consensus is. Uh, it's been other information that was put out that directly uh, negated all of that. I don't know what the truth is. The fact still remains: the man was shot hella times in the back, which is insane. hella, hella in That's the back. Fifty cent level of shots. This man walking should now be a rapper. Walking away. Right. Uh, this then resulted in Milwaukee uh, saying they weren't going to play the game. Uh, and then there was another game after that. They said they weren't playing. The Lakers then decided they weren't playing. So all teams that were scheduled to play in the NBA that day all canceled the games. Uh, and for a second, it seemed like the NBA was going to say, fuck it all. It just shut down the entire bubble and the playoffs uh, in honor of James Blake and police brutality and all the insanity. Uh, apparently, there were reports that there were teams that wanted to just say, fuck it, let's end it all. Uh, apparently, it was LeBron. The Clippers both were like, let's just shut all this shit down. But the teams like Milwaukee still wanted to play. So uh, they ended up resuming everything, I believe, uh, Monday, Sunday, Sunday. And the, the thing is, it's also inspired a globally 
sports to just stop. ML- the MLB teams that were supposed to play that day didn't play. There was supposed to be an MLS game. They didn't play. And then um, Osaka, the tennis player, the little mm-hmm. young prodigy, she didn't play that day either. Right. And I, I appreciate the athletes and entertainers uh, doing that. Uh, that is giving people more awareness and uh, opening their eyes a little bit. Like, okay, if this continues on, like you're, we're grounding you. The the things that you're used to, the thing that makes part of the world go around, sports, gambling, uh, TV deals, whatever the case, we'll stop all of that if we're not getting the results that we're expecting and the common decency at this point, just common fucking knowledge. And it's still happening. So, uh, you know, kudos to them for using their uh, power, privilege and platform to uh, bring some kind of attention. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is it's just like, what, what are we doing this for? And if I, if you're looking at me every night, why am I not going to use that platform to tell you some shit? You're clearly have the privilege to ignore. Right. You're not about to have that privilege for at least tonight and may not for the foreseeable future. But then they decided they had conversations. There was like a big donation made to certain entities in support of things like BLM and other things like that. And then um, a general effort to, I don't know, educate on racism. I read the statement, but I was like, okay, all right. (laughs) Well, well, another thing with the NBA that was happening was they, the NBA gave the players, you know, a certain list of uh, things that they could promote or uh, put on the back of their jerseys, like vote, I can't breathe, say their names, Black Lives Matter, a lot of the things that we've been saying over the past two years. Uh, but then the media wasn't covering enough of, like, equal rights shit. So you may see, you know, whatever, on the back of a player's jersey, a player may mention it, but the announcers really weren't getting into it. Or, like, it, I heard uh, Chris Weber get into it one one time uh, during one of the playoff games, but it wasn't, you know, it was, of course, focused on sport, but there weren't, you know, it's always side banters and side conversations, and none of that was bringing up, you know, police reform or justice for those who were slain. So uh, there are a lot more commercials. Uh, so the the media's took heed that you know these motherfuckers will stop. You need to keep your promise, keep your word. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then immediately after that, a couple nights later, there was of course protests, and um, seventeen year old I don't can't even remember his first name Wittendale, um, drove across state lines with an AR. Y'all know I don't know guns. Um, to protect, and I say that in quotations, land, because I guess some of the protesting got a little rowdy, turned a little rioty, and some property was damaged. So he was going to protect property that wasn't his, and I don't really understand the concept of what he was doing there. Um, Just freely walked around and just murdered a couple people, and they let him walk his ass away. And then they took him, when they did go to arrest him, took him to a juvie, and then let his ass out until his trial. And people had the nerve to defend him. (laughs) And that was when I lost my mind. Like, 
my opinion is only so important and so strong in these situations. So I'm only going to speak when I absolutely feel the need to. But what you're not going to do is sit here and defend all of these actions. And I can't just sit by and just listen to that bullshit. So then I had something to say. But it's just another situation. <laughs> like another whole fucked up situation. And if real changes aren't made, then you're going to continue hearing about it. And we're going to continue discussing it at the very least. And like, you're lucky if that's all you, that all that happens is a conversation, honestly, at this point. Here, here's the thing. So I don't understand how, when people say things are over politicized or things have become too black and white, too left or right, whatever the case may be. But then you see these situations where it's common fucking sense, human, the bare human decency. You should not shoot a man seven times in his back uh, because he walked in or walked to his car. And then the excuse may be, oh, he's a thug or he had a prior record or whatever the case. So that's giving the cops the green light to execute almost a man cold blood. But then when this white individual goes across state line, does a bunch of bullshit, protect, becoming a vigilante over, number one, the umbrella of police brutality and how we want to be treated equally. And then, two, defending some shit that's not even yours, that's okay. It's okay for somebody to become Batman. But if Black Panther is walking around is when the issue is. And to me, that is some bullshit. And it's going to get to the a point where everyone who has a voice, who has power locally, statewide, nationally, is going to just start open hand retaliating. And then that's when a real fucking issue is going to become. Because if I'm looking at little Billy or whatever the fuck his name was openly shooting and my gun is in my car, I'm capping him on sight. I'm going to mm-hmm. become a vigilante, too, because why in the fuck do you feel like this is OK? How can you justify that? How can anyone justify what the fuck he did? Which is so wild, not only justifying it, because and that's the other thing that people don't understand is there are people justifying what he was doing. And I wanted to be like, you understand that the rhetoric that you are spewing right now, the conversations that you are having, the, the dialogue that you are putting into the world right now is what that 17 year old has been hearing his entire life. And for the last year, anytime Black Lives Matter was brought up, someone in his household was saying the same stupid shit that you were saying, was making him feel like that behavior was okay. It was making him feel like the other behavior was other and incorrect and not there and made him feel like these people defending basic human rights are baseless and making stuff up and blowing things out of proportion and justifies his actions of taking a fucking rifle into a crowd of people and pulling the trigger willingly. Like there's a backstory to this. It's not just some kid that just got up and went over. Every time a kid, a white kid goes through a high school and shoots up some people, you want to find all the backstory you can find about how, what turned him into that, who bullied him, what's the story, whatever. But in this situation, it's real simple. Like, Oh, he was just, you know, just doing what he felt like he needed to do. Like there's a, a, a systemic problem there and he's not he's just a peg in the machine which is why we have to continue having these bigger conversations these bigger actions these bigger things like 
giant protests because y'all ain't listening. And it, it might turn into a building getting burnt down because writing is the language of the unheard. I don't, I, and I just can't even, it, the concept of like your black friends are screaming at you every day to hear them and understand them and listen to them. And y'all are still sitting out here going, well, I don't, well, and trying to justify, well, if y'all weren't out here burning buildings, it's like 5% of people and one situation out of 500 that turns into that. But that's what you have to focus on. You have to understand we tried talking. We tried Mm -hmm. uh, silent protesting. We tried 10 other things before it got to. Now we got to fuck some shit up. Because y'all not listening listening. otherwise. (laughs) But you care if I burn down, you know, Becky's floral shop for, you know, even though insurance will cover it or whatever the case may be. It takes us to be complete belligerent, like, people for you to even notice what the fuck is going on. But eventually, it's going to take a white supremacist and a Black Lives Matter supporter going head to head in some serious shit to where it becomes national news for people to be like, okay, like maybe we should do something. Once when blood start getting slain from person to person where it's like my, cause it's always those situations to where like uh white supremacists are the, the right wing, whatever will be sitting there with like guns on a, a monument or something trying to protect it. Right. What happens if black lives matter shows up and then there's actual bloodshed. Like families are destroyed from from some shit because we're not being listened to. It's only a matter of time, I think. Yeah, that's the conversation I've been having with a couple people this week. And yeah, I don't know how to prevent that. If you're not going to listen, there is no preventing it. If you don't want to be so polarizing, then maybe you shouldn't be so polarizing. Like, that's the other thing is like all these people being like, well, I support equal rights, but I don't support BLM. That's not a thing. That's contradictory in and of itself. Sorry. You... And whatever it is that you've got in your mind about BLM, it's the same type of media and the same type of um, spin that you were given about the Black Panther Party. There are are positive things. This was based in in civil rights alone and equality. And you are only seeing the offshoot violence. And usually that violence came out of frustration. And it wasn't just like it was just people that was just like, I'm going to be violent to be violent because I'm fucking crazy. There are billionaires, both black and white, supporting Black Lives Matter, donating money, supporting, giving their time, uh, their efforts, their social media platforms, whatever the case. If Black Lives Matter was such a negative thing, you wouldn't see the the 76ers owner is a supporter and has donated money to the uh, the the not police reform, uh, jail reform. And that's a whole nother this topic we're just talking about the one single thing of black lives matter if all of these people are supporting it it can't be bad just sit sit back and just watch don't listen to media just watch the people and watch what they do and how they support because the reality is is you're showing how threatened you feel what why all because we're so, saying three words yeah what what is so bad about people being like can you just stop fucking killing us for no reason what is what is the problem but you're scared because you know that there are things that we are going to have to give up in order for the equality that they're seeking to happen. And that sucks that I've been, um, 
having a lot of conversations recently about there's a lot of stuff in my family's past generations back that we have glorified in my family that I have through reading and researching realized majority of that shit is bullshit. Majority of it is a bunch of white and bullshit where we came in, took some land, shit like that. And my family has built itself up on them like pull up your bootstraps and do hard work. And while there are some values there that are helpful, the fact is, is the shit was done on the backs of black and native people. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's a whole different conversation. I'm talking about my personal story, but the fact is if you dig deeper into what's going on with your life, it's not, it's not pretty. It's not, it's ugly. It's not fun. It's not a good conversation to have. It's not an easy thing to recognize and reconcile with. And you are threatened. We get it. But the fact is, is that there are actual human beings next to you that deserve the same privileges that you have just to equal some shit out, at least, right. at the very least. Because even these kids, these kids are seeing it and they're tired of it. And that's East Texas blew up this weekend because a couple kids decided to take a knee. Boy, you would have thought that they had they had come out there with some guns. <laughs> Boy. It's only a matter of time. It is. And let me tell y'all something about this taking a knee shit. Go talk to an active duty service member right now about someone taking a knee. Of all of the people that I know that are active or retired or veteran or whatever their situation is, I would say two have a problem with people taking a knee. And those two I don't find to be the most um, reasonable individuals in my life anyway, because literally all they're doing is trying to have you recognize that they feel some type of way and would like to have a conversation about it. And what are you doing? Having a conversation. Now, majority of you are ignoring what the point is, which mm-hmm. is fine. At least we're not ignoring it anymore because we literally grew up with ignoring everything. And as long as you ignore it, that makes you not racist because you're not actively being racist. Because that passive bullshit is exactly how everything functions in East Texas until somebody gets drunk or it's late or it's dark or it's a professional situation or something like that. And then microaggressions come into play and then shit turns violent. And that's when you end up, we end up in situations where we're told we can get out of somebody's house or get killed type shit. Right. And if you haven't heard the story of me and Jordan, that actually happened to me once. So, uh, you know, this shit is real. Shit ain't no fucking game. And, uh, if, you, and if you think it's just happening out there, that's the, that's the other thing that we talk about all the time is like, I spent my teenage years <laughs> being told by white people, you are not going to be welcome here anymore once this person shows up or you might want to leave or you might not want to speak around this person because basically the implication was you're either going to get beat up. You're going to be asked to leave. There's a good chance that you will be physically threatened. So you may just want to leave or remove yourself from the situation altogether, all based on assumptions about who I was with relation to black people. And I can't imagine what it would be like. That's just in relation to what's it like walking around where I I can't, like if I was black I can't remove that out of my skin I can't remove that perception whatsoever just like which is also why blue lives matter is bullshit because when you're not in the uniform you are no longer a part of 
that unless you make it known to somebody. But that's right. that's a whole different rant in and of itself. That's not why we're here. But <laughs> just know we're not here for the bullshit. And y'all can relax with that shit this week. Yeah. Or I'm going to put a foot in your ass. <laughs> foot uh, in your ass. <laughs> uh, kind of. Do we want to talk NFL? Uh, the NFL is coming back in two weeks. Uh, I'm excited Woo. to see the watered down version of the National Football <laughs> League where there's not going to be any fans really. And, uh, you know. I'm I'm playing fantasy football this year. I don't know why. I just have <laughs> pure ritual because I'm in two leagues that I like, but it I feel like all common knowledge of football is washed. Nobody's doing uh preseason games. That's one. So nobody's getting actual practice. Players are getting dropped left and right for whatever reason. Did you see Earl Thomas got released? <laughs> no. From uh uh, Baltimore. Now, mind you, you remember who Earl Thomas is, right? <laughs> we talked about him. We talked about Earl Thomas. He got caught up in the bed with his brother and two women. First week of quarantine when he was supposed to be at the house. Yeah, when he was supposed to be at the house. Uh, so he plays for the Baltimore Ravens. He punches the uh, other safety during practice. Now, me and my stepdad was talking about this. Was the motherfucker's helmet song? Because if you threw a punch with helmet song, it's kind of washed. Like it's not like a real punch was thrown. You just yeah, hit you hurt yourself. Head. You hurt yourself yeah, you more. Like, <laughs> you punch somebody with a helmet on. Yeah, rule of thumb: if you ever see two men fighting in football pads, it's really no punches thrown. Just kind of like tussling and wrestling with each other. You really don't feel much of anything unless it's like you hit them where like your body's exposed. But people really don't do that. They just kind of like. Like it's bullshit. <laughs> so did he do that? Or did he actually like cold cock punch him helmet off type shit? And even Just if he did came that. Came up to him in the locker room and was like, yeah, I ain't forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either or, he's been that crazy. He's I, I read a report on it. He's like missed multiple meetings, never showed. Uh, was uh, They didn't call him a constant problem, but it was detrimental to the team. So they released him off this one punch and nobody's picked him up. And the crazy part is, Cowboy fans, listen up. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to go to Dallas originally. He had to settle for Baltimore because Jerry Jones didn't offer him a contract. Now that he's up, basically in free agency again, Jerry Jones still hasn't offered him a contract. He's a pure <laughs> free agent. So I, I knew Jerry Jones wasn't going to handle this properly. I knew he was going to fuck that up somehow. I and saw you say that. Yeah, I didn't realize that's who he was talking about, but I saw yeah. you say that. So we're we're still waiting on Earl Thomas. Uh, he'll get get somewhere eventually because somebody's going to get hurt. That's where I was going with this. So no preseason, no no real practice other than scrimmaging back and forth. I, I believe with your own team, uh, mm-hmm. and with no practice and no way to build up other than beating yourself up. It's a recipe for players to get injured left and right. Yeah. So it's 17 week season. We're going to see who gets who the least. survives. Yeah. <laughs> That's who won the Super Bowl. Speaking of your Eagles going through it. See, I remember when the Eagles used their first round draft pick to draft quarterback from <laughs> OU. And I, I, I made such harsh and brash comments to to the ownership 
of the Eagles. I, I just knew we could have got Justin Jefferson or, you know, did something for the secondary linebackers. But lo and behold, Carson <laughs> Wentz <laughs> gets hurt <laughs> before the season start. And I'm, I'm happy that we got a, a, a back <laughs> quarterback rookie in uh, Doug Peterson, who was a quarterback whisperer. So we're, we're not in bad shape. <laughs> But uh the quarterback whisperer. Yeah, that man got a, a soft tissue injury. What happened? Somebody hugged him hard. <laughs> you know how Wince is, man. You, you sneeze on him. He, he crumbles. Bring it up oh, Marvel man. again. He he's definitely made of the dust when everybody disappeared from the Thanos snap. He just withers away. So, you know, Wentz is, uh, they said, you know, it's nothing major. They're just monitoring it to make sure it doesn't become major. But, you know, it's frustrating to see, you know, the quarterback who your GM, head coach, everybody in Philadelphia loves and has invested so much, and he can't play a complete season. (laughs) And our wide receiver got hurt. We drafted in the second round. So he's uh, out four to six. So, uh, you know, fly, Eagles fly. And our quarterback that we picked up in free, I mean, quarterback, uh, running wide receiver we picked up in free agency, uh, Chris Godwin said he not playing because he don't like COVID. So his bitch ass took the year off. <laughs> so we back at square one with these wide receivers. We got a bunch of motherfuckers that either can't catch, can't run, or will get hurt before week three. That's enough about the Eagles. <laughs> so speaking of, I was like, damn, we really grasping at straws. Uh, the Steelers put out a bunch of tweets today. I guess Claypool did some at practice. We talking about practice, practice. but everybody swear he's, they was like, yeah, he finna be the truth this year. And I was like, what the fuck could he have done at practice? But okay. He must have I mean, walked out here. <laughs> oh, speaking it- of fragile quarterbacks, we're going to see what we're going to do. Yeah, Big Ben. Uh, he, I'm kind of rooting for Big Ben because in one of my leagues, we have to keep players that we have drafted, and I'm picking or keeping Juju Smith-Schuster. Hey. Because I'm I'm just figuring, you know, Big Ben and Juju, he likes throwing to one motherfucker and one motherfucker only. So it will well, be, be Juju. Supposedly so. he's going to be throwing Claypool in the rotation too. Fuck him up. Juju need to catch all the balls. Balls <laughs> to face. Balls to face. That's what I'm looking for. Them balls to face. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, high school football started up this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then college football is still in the air? That shit's cooked. So, bruh. Like I said, I told you that the Mac was going to start a wave. Bruh. Bruh. And then the next week, conference after oh conference after God. conference started going down. It makes no sense what college football is doing. This, this just shows you college football is complete shit. And <laughs> NCAA really needs to just cancel themselves. So it's five power conferences, uh, what they call them. Big 10, Big 12, ACC, SEC, uh, Pac-12. That's all five. Um, what the other, like, bullshit conferences that aren't in the power five but are still relevant start doing is just dropping out saying we're going to play in the spring cool that's fine there still has to be a college football national championship and all colleges can't go to the spring that fucks up i mean you were talking about this that fucks up a few years because it's hard to recruit it's -hmm. hard for you to blue chip kids it's hard for you to play it's hard for you to do all those things in the spring and then you can't 
it, then that fucks up spring sports at the school in general. Like, what's basketball going to do? So, mm-hmm. uh, the Power Five was trying to power through, pun intended, and uh, now they're starting to drop out. I don't know who all's left, but it doesn't fucking matter who's left or not. These kids are saying, fuck football. I'm mm-hmm. going to the league. Uh, Jamar Chase, which is the number one receiver, uh, and he plays at LSU, is saying, fuck it. I'm pretty sure all top 32 players, uh, Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the number one draft pick. He was an amazing player who plays from Clemson. He's finna drop out. If you were finna go to the league, you're not playing in the spring. Or you're not playing in COVID when you didn't get the proper uh, way to get yourself prepared for a season. You're just kind of thrown in it and you're only playing in the conference. And it's just a recipe for disaster and if your mm-hmm. body is the way you make money and that's the way to either you know get yourself out of uh an impoverished situation or to just better yourself and provide for your family you don't want to put your body in a stupid situation like you you'd rather just say fuck it so i don't blame the kids at all now with that, free. yeah they're not getting paid right because now what that now provides for these schools is millions and millions of dollars that are not that are going to be missing from the budget next year from the recruitment shit that they're doing from the building improvements that they're doing from the facility improvements they're doing from everything that they usually do just missing football for a lot of these schools is going to be a huge hit which then brings up the same issue of literally this is a money making entity for these schools this is not just a little play some sports for fun type of a thing, which just then takes us back to why the fuck are these athletes not getting paid? But then also LSU doesn't play. They're scheduled to lose like $500 million that season. And it's not just LSU, especially in the South, but then also what the fuck are people paying for when they're (laughs) paying for school is the other thing that everyone's saying, because another trend that came out this week is uh, people making TikToks of their student loan debt, what they've paid into their student loan debt and what their debt is currently. And most people, because of the interest rates and whatnot, that has all of the fucked up things that have to do with student loan debt would have like anywhere from fifty-eight dollars to $80,000 loans had paid at least $100,000 and had only seen a $10,000 uh, depletion in the amount that they owe, which is just insane for the sheer amount of people that this is the story for and then they took out those loans to pay these schools who are using that money for for what now (laughs) what for to support football like it's a wild wild thing yes that's a revolving door uh especially at all you know power five schools is like you know you're getting these money these monies from these students, you're giving them in some situations the bare minimum for them to live and survive. And then mm-hmm. you're, you know, flooding in the gates to a LSU, to a Alabama, to a Clemson to up that program to get you better kids, to make your school more appealing to have anybody go to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, fuck it. I, I, I had something else to say, but I, I lost it. I, lost, I got I, lost in the sauce. Also, in the COVID times, I've been talking to, I don't know, I've been around a couple of people that went back to school here recently 
like back to college. One of them was a sorority girl who's, she doesn't live in the house anymore, but um, of course she knows girls that live there. So they're supposed to wear their mask in the common areas of the sorority house. They definitely not doing that. I don't know how the dorms are working out on that. Um, Cause you know, a lot of people were like, majority of you are not going to have in-person classes this year. Most of your usual programs, like everything that's part of the on-campus experience, a lot of that is not happening, at least for this semester. Defer. Do not go. Or take your first couple of classes at community and then go, which I don't know how many people actually did that because a lot of those decisions were already made by the time we realized COVID was going to last this long. But I do know a couple of kids who have deferred until later and are just like gap year (laughs) more so than ever. Well, peep this, fam. Uh, number one, my brother went back. Uh, my youngest brother, he went back to school. And his logic was, because I was like, why in the fuck are you <laughs> going back? And he was like, going back, maybe they'll cancel it. I'll get a refill and check for it. I was like, okay, that makes sense. That That's logic right there. Uh, but I was talking to my college best friend, and we was talking about how these kids are crazy for even considering it whatever. And then I thought about it. I was like, bruh, if this was happening when we was in college, we'd be going back just off the the pure thought of, I can't stay home for a semester with my family. Like I'm going to lose my shit. I'd rather just go to college and risk COVID or risk, you know, whatever. And on top of all that young nigga thinking mentality, I didn't go catch that shit anyways. Or if I do catch it, I'll just quarantine for two weeks. I'll be fine. So I I don't, I'm not upset at a college kid for being a college kid. Can you imagine quarantining in a dorm room? Ugh. <laughs> ooh, with your roommate? Especially like, ooh, I had some... I, I had one roommate. We butted heads at every opportunity we had. So <laughs> if he fucked around and had COVID and was acting all sick and saying he can't taste shit, I'm saying, motherfucker, I, I'll slap the taste in your mouth, not out your mouth, in your mouth, motherfucker. Keep talking shit. <laughs> I had a dorm roommate well i was only in the dorm for one year so my only dorm roommate gave me um swine flu and then had a threesome while my, I, my ass was deep in mid fever <laughs> did, did you watch a little no because i was fucking that's why they felt comfortable doing that shit i was not there i was not cohesive I, for 24 hours i was just in a fever dream i had at least six layers of clothes on wrapped up in four blankets and they would just check on me every once in a while i would just open my eyes and they'd be like you okay i'm like yeah I was just passed back the fuck out. I was out of there for 24 hours. I just know every time I woke up how things were transpiring. And I was like, for real, y'all? Y'all couldn't have gone to the other room? Like, I know I'm dead, Damn. basically, but y'all couldn't have just gone somewhere else? You know you know when they say, over my dead body? <laughs> Literally. did that shit. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that nasty motherfucker. I ain't never did no shit like that. Dorms are wild. They are. But that's what college is for. I literally slept six feet away from this girl for nine months of a year, and I don't have any contact with her whatsoever anymore. I don't know where she is. I don't know what she does. Hmm. No, I got a roommate like that. I mean, if he called me, you know, I'll be there. But, you know, I ain't talked to him in a while. No, we have no contact. Facebook, social media, nothing. Mm. Damn, man. Well, sending her love, you know, <laughs> threesomes popping. <laughs> You're definitely um, a story she tells to people. 
Like, oh, I, <laughs> one time I had a, a threesome, and my roommate, she was like sick. She had like the swine flu or something. I don't remember, but it. Now she Jill knows her brother gave it to her. <laughs> so we'd be like, so I gave her swine flu, right? And, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> once when she got real sick, I gave her some meds, and me, Jack, and Jill, we we were watching Blade Two. And you remember Literally. that scene where Blade <laughs> took his shirt off? <laughs> Literally. Jack put his hands on my thigh and Jill <laughs> kissed me on the cheek. And <laughs> the rest is, well, you know, it it happened. Literally. That is actually kind of how it worked out. And that was almost their names. Damn. Maybe you told me the story before. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just recalling it from the deepest part of my subconscious. <laughs> uh, I couldn't tell you what they were watching. I just know they were watching a movie, but I have no idea because I have the time stopped. Like I was in a black hole. I just have really fuzzy visions of like looking over at them and like looking at my wall and being like, am I really here right now? And not even having, I was so like, I didn't even have the strength to roll over or, and I couldn't mm. get I was just so cold. I was like, why are we doing this right now? <laughs> Damn. Imagine if something like traumatic happened. And yeah, you just what if I had died? Like, <laughs> what if I had died and they like got up the next morning and was like, Damn, Jordan, really out of there? Went to class, <laughs> came back. I'm like, what's that? You smell something? No. Leave out, go at a dinner <laughs> next day. Oh my God, it smells horrible. You got to explain to the cops why the fuck you ain't pay attention to your roommate for 48 hours. Because I was fucking up. <laughs> locking you up right there off GP. Oh. You got to go to jail for at least 24 hours. <laughs> oh, man. That's another life achievement unlocked. Big facts. You have really <laughs> unlocked a lot of life achievements. I got to get on your level. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. <laughs> Brady. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> My life uh, is an so odyssey. Bella Thorne has an OnlyFans? You haven't seen this? Who is, isn't that the chick from Twilight? <laughs> no, the Disney Channel. Let me I can't let me, I can't believe you haven't seen this. She has resold she has single-handedly restructured OnlyFans. To the point where it is no longer the bag that it was. I'm just now, I just looked it up and somebody has says <laughs> they blame her for charges that OnlyFans that harm their income. So what happened? So she created an OnlyFans and advertised this nude picture in like a, a pay for message. Uh, what's it called? Um, the um, I guess it's a a pay per message. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. 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 I told you I, I got an OnlyFans, so I, I know what's popping. I infiltrated the system. So okay, you can subscribe to somebody, right? They're going to mm-hmm. give you. It could be a free page. They're going to give you content that they want. So it could be lingerie. It could be like thirst traps on Instagram. But then they'll message you and say, "Look at this photo for ten dollars, twenty dollars, forty, so- fifty, and to see that you have to pay." So she did that for $200 and advertised it as a nude photo. And then when everybody got it, 
it was just her and somebody else in some laundry. Wasn't a nude. And she like reiterated that it was going to be a nude. So it was false. So people demanded refunds. And so OnlyFans gave, so because she made like $100 million in like 24 hours. Like she broke what? OnlyFans. And then she had to give so many refunds back that with the chargebacks, it like set OnlyFans under to the point where they have now limited. All right, now I got to look up. I just knew you knew. So I knew you was going to the details. No. So now they have limited the, the messages to a certain amount and tips are now limited to a certain amount. And they used to be able to, you used to be able to pay out or cash out once a week. They have now limited that to once a month. So some people like literally are fucked. (laughs) Oh, cause what she probably did was she, she wouldn't think another grand scheme of things, but I, I applaud her. And this is why I'm fucking with her because OnlyFans is a concept, right? of you giving the content to the people, whatever the content may be. And people get like, got, but your dumb ass shouldn't have been getting it to begin with. Like you can only expect so much from somebody, you know, nothing about. So if she said, I get the false advertising part, but if she was able to get a hundred mil, a million. One, it was a one million. Not a hundred million. My one bad. Million. One, one million in a day. If you get a meal. Because think about it. If the it was a bad picture, somebody should have just went to Twitter and said, Bella Thorne lying. Like, but everybody are just looked online and got it for free because I'm pretty sure you can screenshot on there if you feel like it. So it should have only been one that got duped for the hundred dollars, fifty dollars, whatever. Not so it was two hundred dollars. Oh fuck no! She's not even that cute for a two hundred dollar picture. We're not talking. I can't even think of somebody who is two hundred dollars only fans paying worth. Like so, she. Mm, oh, she made a lot of claims and a lot of tweets, but the so the new. Um, policies that OnlyFans put into place is they impose payment caps of $50 on pay-per-view posts and a hold on payments that would force some international creators to wait 30 days to receive their money. So if you're international, you may not get your check for another month at all because Mm. of how the banks work and how they're um, basically putting holds on that money in case (laughs) that shit don't go through and they ain't got to do a chargeback. So they're blaming Bella Thorne for it. And she supposedly made some apologies because the thing is, she only did it as an experiment to quote unquote, normalize sex work. Oh, I, I know who she is. Yeah. And that's I, the I other thing. That that she, so, like, who is she? Who is she? I wouldn't pay that much money. After Disney, she kind of became this like weird freakazoid with like the weird group from YouTube with like Tana. I called her Mongoose the other day. I can't say her name. Mojo. We've talked about her from TanaCon. They were like best friends and there's like the whole vlog squad. She was like wrapped up in them for a little bit and like doing shit for like shock value and all of that. So this just feels like another Bella Thorne shock thing. And OnlyFans Mm -hmm. claims that they did not put those policies in based on one user, but it just seems too connected. Um, transaction limits are set to help prevent overspending and to allow <laughs> help to re- prevent overspending. So when your ass spends too much money on OnlyFans and 
overdraws on your account and we got to fucking send that shit back and then pay a fee because you don't know how to spend your money or manage your sex addiction or your porn addiction. <laughs> um, help prevent overspending and to allow our users to continue to use the site safely. They said they'll continue to review these limits. She posted a series of tweets saying she apologized if she affected sex workers' abilities to make money. She said she only intended to normalize sex work and intends to speak with OnlyFans about the new restrictions. What the fuck is she going to do? I wanted to bring attention to the site. The more people on the site, the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas. And in trying to do this, I hurt you. But but here's the thing, fam. Uh, OnlyFans is normalized. Like, that ain't nobody mad or upset or ashamed of fucking OnlyFans. If you use it, you use it. If you don't, you don't. But ain't nobody saying, like, ugh, nigga, you got an OnlyFans? Nigga, you just paying for porn. We all watch porn. Sex work is, I feel like that is leaning more towards people understanding than not. Like, I don't think um, like people or maybe this is my bubble and I'm I'm just whatever but if somebody's a prostitute or if somebody's a stripper or someone sells content online I feel like people don't shame them for that like they did 10 years ago no you're definitely in your bubble and I'll get into that in a second I do want to say I had heard but didn't see it but I just saw it now that she had said she was making a documentary about her experience on OnlyFans. So that's the other thing is people were like, you was doing this shit for content for more money. Um, and had said that this director was involved and he was like, nah, I wasn't involved in that shit. I had nothing to do with that. But anyway, based on your bubble and the whole, like there are definitely people that shame OnlyFans. One of the major models for Torrid and is that she just got signed a big contract with fashion to figure. And her name is Tabria Majors. She's like a leading plus size model right now. She has, an ass that is out of this world. Her body is fucking sick, but that's not why we're here. She tweeted the other day and said, it's women making what I make in three months of hard work in a day on OnlyFans. I guess uh, something about like morals just ain't what they used to be or people ain't got the same morals anymore or something like that. And she got fucking roasted on Twitter for that shit. Um, I see people all the time shaming people for having OnlyFans and for using OnlyFans. And I was like, everybody I know who got OnlyFans have been quitting their job left and right here recently. So shame, I'm I'm gonna call it hate. I feel like sis, you know, <clears throat> it's mad that these women out here getting a bag that she's too scared to make. Because if she wanted to, she could say fuck it all, and I'm pretty sure she'd get a pretty bag. If she just, you know, not expose herself, but was a little bit more, you know, open and free and, you know, wanted to share that. That's all it is, is women, men, people like the same mentality as someone who uh, performs in porn. They don't mind that private thing being exposed to everybody. And if you make that sacrifice or if you can have that mental capacity to do that, then the money behind it is exponential because everybody is a freak behind the sheets are behind closed doors, but they're afraid to let it out. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is a lot of these people are, uh, what's the word? Exhibitionists and actually enjoy it. Like, it's not like they're, it's not like it's a, I need to pay my bills 
I, like they're doing it shamefully. Like they're enjoying this. <laughs> so you might as well get paid to do it. And, and if that's most- not your thing, then that's not your thing. But that's also not your place to hate on somebody else because it is their thing. And like you said, you just sound bitter, sis. You're literally leading the game. And she has enough like stigmas and things against her as it is because she's a plus size model and she's black and whatever. So I get it. Like shit's rough out here. But like, <laughs> don't sit here and hate on someone else's game because that's not what you want to do. If that's And the thing is, majority of her pictures are lingerie, thongs, like the campaigns that she's been doing recently have been basically lingerie. So, so all she got to do is put it behind a paywall. <laughs> Might as well. But then again, Seven that may fuck with her contracts because maybe because there is a stigma. If she was to have an OnlyFans, well, for one, she's, it's probably, she probably has, um, uh, in her contract, she's not allowed to do anything for herself mm-hmm. in the realm of modeling. <clears throat> a, which I mean, next time don't sign up for the contract if that's what you want to do. But like B, it may also prevent her from getting jobs in the future because there is a stigma, which you are not helping by shaming these people. That don't. But that it you makes would sense need you. you would need a future wall if you have the paywall and your only fan. Boom, you're good. Some motherfuckers buying homes, cars, fucking puppies. Right, but everything's whatever. not about money. Some people like actually have fashion dreams and dreams of working with big names (laughs) if that's the case if that's the case then you know how much that bag should be and you should follow that bag what i'm saying is the motherfuckers don't give a fuck they bag is big just like porn stars also uh porn stars a lot of the time think of themselves as performers i've heard porn stars call themselves like lebron james of porn because most of the time they are acting for the camera it's not really like oh uh, 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 uh. like it's not all that is what i've heard porn stars say when i was watching when i watch interviews and shit so yeah man it's performance based and if you are a performer if you're an athlete lebron gets the bag why can't these porn stars and shit get the bag too they got as much <laughs> girls we- <laughs> life as the nfl <laughs> running back so you got five and years to get the bag <laughs> that's what we have to say on that <laughs> yep if you but, don't like um, it put ass I will also say I think it was like a weird combination of things that happened a little bit of coincidence was involved with all this because I have heard multiple times before in this last year OnlyFans kind of taking off that as a paywall platform for like creators it's kind of the shittiest platform that's out there but because they allow anything content wise, that is kind of the avenue that they've taken. But as far as like, like their servers don't really handle shit very well. And like, they're not good with refunds and like just things like that. They're just kind of user based sucky. <laughs> no pun mm. intended. No, nah, listen to that pun. Okay. Just going to drop that bitch in there. Boop. Uh, what else you want to discuss? Oh, wait, before we, we, we move on. Uh, before we move on, I looked up the most beautiful women in the world, right? To see if I would pay $200 for their content. She, she said it was just a nude, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do nudes, no sex, nothing, just them naked. Google told me these were the most beautiful people. Beyonce, Julia Roberts, Skojo, uh, Princess Diana, Angelina Jolie, Katy Perry, Lupita, Gab Union, Bradley Cooper is the first man that showed up. 
Jennifer, Jennifer Anderson, J-Lo, uh, Cameron Diaz, Katie Holmes, Sarah Jessica Parker, Halle Berry, Nicka, Nikki Bella, uh, Natalie Portman. None of these women, I would pay $200 for a nude. The only one that I would consider only for a few minutes is Beyonce. <laughs> and even after that, I wouldn't want to defile my queen like that. So, oh, okay. So, uh, now if it leaked, would I watch it? Would I? Would I look? I'll take a peek. I'll click on the link, but I'm not paying two hundred dollars. And her dude's worth probably ten ten thousand. <laughs> so, would you pay for any of those people's nudes? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Just double checking. So that Disney I'm, star was out of line. $200. $20. Humble yourself. Um, and that was another thing that a lot of like the people who use OnlyFans as like a main source were saying was like, we all spend years building these accounts and like our relationships and our marketing and whatever and our networks. And we're paying where our prices are like five, 10, $20 for different things. So she just literally like blew the system. Yeah out of sheer entertainment and like experiment. And they're like, this ain't something to play with. Ho, this is our money. <laughs> Somebody going to see her in them streets and lay them paws on. Her. <laughs> well, um, uh, be looking because the foot head on a swivel. In your ass. <laughs> in your ass. Uh, <laughs> you so, have a deal there. Um, all right, we can talk about Adele first. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you have not seen her most recent Instagram picture. I seen this motherfucker in some Jamaican shit with <laughs> bandu knots. And I just I, I kept looking. I was like, surely the internet will take care of her. The internet did. Because the thing is, Adele is a, is one of those queens that you know. Nah, nah, uh, 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 I ain't here you for it. Even- can I get to my adjective? Okay, my bad. Um, is one of those people that um, kind of spans multiple cultures. However, and here recently she's lost a lot of weight and divorced her husband. So everybody was like, oh, Adele is coming for y'all next. Um, she's really been become really good friends with Stormzy, which I was like, okay. And like been involved in the grime scene a lot, which has been really interesting. I was and that's the shit out of her. <laughs> Get it, Stormzy. Um, Put a dick in her ass. But anyway, and then she fucked it all up because um, this weekend was supposed to be Notting Hill Carnival. Um, I'm assuming this is from previous, or maybe she's just, no, it's somebody in the background with a mask on. So maybe it's at her house and she was having a fucking party or something. They was like, we gonna have Carnival even though we can't go or whatever. Um, and she is in, God, it's so bad, a Jamaican flag bikini top with Bantu knots. And I just, who the fuck in her camp told her this was cool? Like she's surrounded by black people all day, every day here recently. I don't know why. I don't know if it's always been like that. And we just didn't notice because she usually is, she's super, super private. And since she got single, she's been a little more active on her socials, but like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is probably what happened, fam. They probably did say, okay, let's do our own carnival. And she was like, ooh, I want to dress up. Now, if Adele dressed up in some carnival shit, ass out, little little uh, Krabby Patties out, 
I'll be okay with that. That's cool. It's the hair for me. That's where it's I draw the, the hair. Line. It's the hair. So, she could have had that little Jamaican bikini on all she wanted to. Everyone like that's that's a little iffy, but all right. It's yeah, the fucking we'll, hair. We'll let it go. Uh, Jordan, you around black people all the time. Jordan, you have been through African shit, real life African <laughs> shit. Not no for play play. She in garbs and everything. There's pictures on the internet. If you want to search, you could probably find it. Jordan, motherfucking ass, who have been around every type of African American possible. She's seen the nerds. She's been, she's dated hood. She's dated firemen. It's, it's everywhere, fam. And she ain't never put in no goddamn band two knots in a motherfucking head. Y'all not listening to what I'm saying. She fucked with Africans from the motherland. From that shit. She dates all the brothers under the rainbow. All of them. Someone might be a part of the rainbow flag and she'll fuck with them. But she ain't never put in no African hair. I ain't even seen her in cornrows. No, you have. You have. You've seen that. That's... Okay, you, you got the cornrows? Yeah, I no did the hat. I did the half braids for every, every time we went oh, to a tournament. School. Some yeah, yeah, in high someone school, wanted yeah, to braid yeah. my shit in middle school and high school. Yeah, I didn't know and, better, y'all. I didn't know better. And that's probably what happened. Somebody in her camp was like, "Girl, I'm gonna put in some little knots. Your white fine hair ain't even meant for that, Adele. You no. shouldn't have done it. They had to no, grease this shit up." I'm almost positive that there's extensions in that. Like, there's some there's some feet in here with that. I don't think she has that much hair. Man. I'm, I'm trying to find an angle to where maybe it's because she's from England that maybe it's okay. Maybe they don't have the same rules and regulations that us Americans have. That's the biggest thing is like, even the like, so when I say we, I had cornrows, like everybody would like practice, want to practice braiding and they would want to practice with my shit. And I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do it. And I'd let them. And it would be the half braids to the like crown of my head with like my bangs out and shit. Um, not something I would do now at all <clears throat> and if i had the access to the information that i had at that time about what braids mean to black people never in a million years would we have even had that conversation and what you will we have joked about me getting micros like the girl from hustle and flow <laughs> and like box braids but what you'll never actually I'm see me charge. do <laughs> you will never ever in your life see me have any sort of an individual braid situation like situation like that the most you ever gonna see on me is a french or a dutch braid and that's it <laughs> peep the anglo words in them and that shit was probably yeah that's too. what i was gonna say you gotta <laughs> say french or dutch or english <laughs> braids or some shit it can't say no bantu ain't that's african as fuck fam no like, the bantu knots our hair is not even meant to stand up like that our shit does exactly. not defy gravity like that how did y'all work on that how'd y'all make that happen and adele do you Take your ass to the other side. <laughs> out of this shit. She and is like, I've been so though. excited for her album because she's supposed to have an album coming soon. Rihanna supposedly will finally drop something. Like it's supposed why, to be. That's why, why you I have hope. I have hope because she said it. They're supposed to be releasing Aaliyah's music finally to social plat to all the platforms. I. That's why I have hope for 2021, and I'm trying to remain optimistic. And then, what the fuck is this? Adele, you're and her body up. is sick. She looks the best she's looked in years, physically. And literally, she could have done the whole carnival outfit and would have been and would have broke the internet with that shit. And that's what uh, she does. 
Hold on. Uh, GPS is telling me to turn left real quick. Did you ever, did you tell me about Rebel Wilson or did I find out about her on my own? You found out about her on our own. I was going to bring that up, but I didn't think you had seen it. So I was like, fuck it. I Boy, just won't talk just about it. Just think of the white women who got some turnaround. Rebel. And she funny? Girl. So Rebel Wilson, who is AKA Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect, broke the internet a little while ago because she posted a bikini pic and she is in like extreme bikini and it's like she has like lost a lot of weight yeah so uh i think she went vegan not to give that any more support but uh, gps is telling me to turn right uh speaking of vegan uh i might be on some rebel wilson adele shit have you heard of seven seventy five hard no <laughs> okay so let me tell you everybody if you're listening Sit down. You might want to do this with us because I'm going to make Jordan do it. You okay. have to do 75 days of working out twice a day. Once or 45 minutes for both. One has to be outside. Uh, you have to stick to a strict diet, whatever diet you, you decide, whatever. It could be keto to just no carbs, whatever. Uh, you have to read 10 pages from a book every day. You have to drink a gallon of water. I think that's it. And I'm not doing it necessarily. I'm doing it because my whole life, I quit shit. <laughs> so I want to do some shit where, yeah, workout, workout, 10 pages of reading, gallon of water, follow diet, no cheat meals uh, or alcohol. So, ooh, yeah. You, had me, you had me until alcohol. <laughs> And here's the thing. If you fuck up, you start you the to fuck start over. over. <laughs> yeah. So I was on TikTok uh, and I seen some woman talking about 75 hard, 75 hard. And I'm like, is she talking about penises? What is she? So I Googled them shits and I was like, oh, and I'm going to need a diet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to do it after my birthday. I'm going okay. to lock in. If we. Start after your birthday. I just calculated we would finish right around my birthday. Boom. That would be perfect. Cause then we would be, you would be, you would have all the 30 pictures looking like a, a whole snack. And then <laughs> I could pass out uh in the world. <laughs> Blacking out. <laughs> yeah, and I could black out and it will be good. It would finish almost directly on my birthday. I'm with it. And uh, my wife is she I think she's back on keto, I think. And she's starting to lose weight. And anytime that she feels like she's achieving and losing weight, I decide I'm gonna do the same thing. And she gets mad at my results. So it's time to piss her off for 75 days. I'm with it. All right. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. We'll we'll keep everybody updated uh on the snap. I mean Here's on the, the snap. Only- on the the only other problem with that is at some point I'm going to have to go get my knee looked at and it might involve surgery. Damn. But we'll see. That's a whole different <laughs> concept. All right. GPS got us back on track, fam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, man, these white women, they lose <laughs> weight and they are being triggering. Or just Adele. Yeah. Hopefully she can recover. But she, in true Adele fashion, hasn't responded whatsoever. <laughs> She she like, Here's the content. Have fun. Yeah. All she got to do is drop a song. We'll forget. Is Stormzy single? Probably. You know, them grind motherfuckers don't give a fuck. 
Not accurate at all. Hey man, I swear. I listen to Stormzy. I listen to his joints. He made some shit like that. So I look up, I Googled Stormzy and uh Stormzy Adele. It was the second thing that popped up. Of course. Them England people need to know. The English got questions. Hmm. Oh, report supposedly she was dating Skepta. Maybe she's just making her rounds around the whole the whole scene. Anyway. In um, true fashion, like the English a turnabout. <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, so speaking of music, I'm assuming you didn't watch, but tonight was the Monica versus Brandy versus. <laughs> Nah, I seen you put on Facebook that you was too single for that. And I was like, oh, the versus? And I looked on Twitter and I seen Twitter react. So, lay it on. Yeah. I was uh, like two seconds away from sending that text. <laughs> I was like, nah, I ain't gonna Boy, do it. Boy, I almost I got it. got. I sent, I sent out a couple of, you sleep? What you doing? But that was it. That was it. That's all I did. Mm. Um. <laughs> Um, I mean, it was, it was funny (laughs) to say the least. I mean, the memes are crazy. Monica came Fendi head to toe with these fucking pants on. They were, people were calling them boots or like chaps or something, but I think they were a pant and she had a heel on underneath it. It was just this like pleather tube that went all the way down her leg. And then a Fenty corset that she was uncomfortable in the whole time. Bless her. I guess what she was doing, you know, like sit. Baby girl, I get you, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna sit in a corset for that long. I don't know how long that went on for like an hour and a half. And then this, like, um, not a fed- <laughs> fedora, um, a beret that was also Fendi and this, like, Bob, which instantly got her Lord Farquaad, um, references. <laughs> and then the pants really were fire, but it's really hard to make latex fit correctly and then she was sitting and she had that corset on so you can only do so much really the pants should have been a bodysuit and they probably would have stayed better but the crotch was kind of falling down whenever she would get up so then a lot of people were making references to uh white chicks when he puts the like pleather outfit on but he can't get it on because it's not his size (laughs) Mm. you know twitter twitter gonna do what twitter does monica did make a comment that um when she uh, was about to play Angel of Mine, maybe a little bit before that, but she says she tried to find the shoes from, um, what video is that? It's not Angel of Mine. The white shoes everybody makes fun of her for, the sandals. And then everybody started hitting her with the the sandal emoji while she was talking about it. But she was Damn. like, if I could, she said, if I could have found the shoes, I would have had the shoes on. But I think whoever made the shoes knew that they had to go. And everybody was like, damn, even Monica knows that the shoes had to go. <laughs> but then I did see it's going around on uh, Facebook Monica came sponsored by Fendi. Brandy came sponsored by Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Brandy had on just some like really patchwork, relaxed jeans, a big giant like multicolored coat and some like slides like she was at a studio session, which honestly for me, a little more appropriate for what it was. But also we are in a moment in time that will for always, always be remembered. So also I see where Monica was coming from, where she was like, I'm going to come done head to toe 
um, someone commented while I was looking at the verses, uh, Brandy got on the coat of many colors. <laughs> um, oh, they are, they are, they are getting it. Other than that, and then yeah, Brandy was reading poetry. <laughs> um, Monica said they wasn't no group. <laughs> it was it was comedy. It was definitely some moments, and there was a lot of celebrities in that bitch. Well, that's that's what the the verses is is you know nothing but celebrities and people supporting and giving people flowers while they're still here. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was dope. And then of course they stood up and like had a moment with um. The boy is mine. And, and shout out, fun. shout out to uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland for for keeping us going and just pitting, you know, artists who were you know around the same time are doing great things together. Just you know, just playing their music. I want to see like a Kanye, Kanye joint or who the fuck is he versus Kid Cudi? Nah, he would. Uh. Travis Scott, Kanye versus Travis. I feel like all the verses have been like people at the same era, though. And yeah. Kanye was around for so many years before Travis. But There's there no, isn't anybody else that would even have You're the same. You're going to have to tag team Kanye. Like one yeah. person for this era, one person for this era. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were rumors that they were trying to get uh, Usher and Chris Brown to go head and head. Uh, Chris Brown. Uh, arrogantly declined. Um, but, you know, those guys always find the right people for the for the job. So, well, and I'm going to say this, and I know how people feel, and I hear what y'all were saying, but for me, it's always going to be Brandy. I said it. Sorry about it. It's always going to be Brandy for me. You, uh, Ray J, and... <laughs> Maybe Brandy, mom and daddy, the only people probably in America that says Brandy over Monica. That's fine. I'll be that. Okay. Okay. Stand stand on it. Be proud. Keep that I energy. I sure will. Char- if you see Jordan in the streets, charge a card about this one. <laughs> Cause, uh, I just, I, I like Brandy's voice better and I like her songs better. I know. And Monica has the hits. Monica had more hits. She definitely did. Okay, but for but also for me, if you know me, I don't listen to R and B like that. I have, and I don't want to hear your bullshit about if this ain't your thing, then you don't get to have an opinion. And I have a very specific thing that I look for when it comes to either slow songs, love songs, R and B in general, whatever. And Monica does not fit that picture for me. <laughs> hmm. Brandy does. Okay. I like Brandy's voice. I like her tone. I like her music. I like her catalog better. It is what it is. Not that I don't vibe with Monica. Not that when they was playing Monica shit, I wouldn't like, fuck my life. <laughs> I have memories to all of this. I get it. I get it. I mean, that's your shit, you know? You and, you know, the, uh, what's their last name? Wilson? The Norwoods? <laughs> yeah. That's a Norwood. Yeah, Brandy. you and the Norwood family. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all the only ones that feel that way, but you know, stand on your shit. Be proud. I saw some other people that fuck with Brandy, and Terrell fucks with Brandy, so that's all I need. Who's it? That man know a singer. Uh, I can't think of his last name right now. The Terrell Show. Grace? 
the man who we talk about, you know who he is. Diva watches him too. He be on YouTube and he brings the singers on. They have to do song association. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know his name. I just know know that he be having people singing shit. My entire time watching him, I've always wondered, is his name Terrell Grice or Terrell G. Rice? Because his show is just the Terrell show. He just talks as Terrell. Terrell. Mm. So I don't know. <laughs> Great concept, though. Uh, his show. Him and Hot Ones are two mm-hmm. uh, unique situations Speaking that of, just work. Everyone, be on the lookout for a You Mad at Meme Hot Ones challenge. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I need to order them goddamn softens. I'll do this shit Friday because <laughs> I'm going to blow a bag Friday. So. We we gonna fuck around. We gotta record that. We gotta. We gotta. We got a couple of fun concepts down the pipe coming. Yeah, man. A few of them. So be be looking out for that because uh, Jordan's gonna lose her shit. And <laughs> just the sauce that I had that it, it took me fifteen seconds to breathe again. Breathe again. Breathe Here's again. the thing, <laughs> and we'll talk about it when it happens. But Charles underestimates situations. I go in with a realistic headspace. So I think oh, that's that, going to be the decider. That is my life's M.O. <laughs> I never prepare properly. I, <laughs> if it, <laughs> I tell shit, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And once when we get there, I'll be like, oh, you said it was a bridge, huh? Shit. <laughs> I guess we're here now. Did I ever tell y'all the story I thought I could snowboard? We'll, we'll, I'll tell it a later date. But yeah, man, that's the story of my life. I just feel like Anything is Y'all, possible. So. And the story of my life is I just walk around and talk and people just be like, yeah, okay, whatever, Jordan. And then when the shit happens, they be like, oh, you did say this, huh? Like, <laughs> I fucking, yes. It's because Jordan's a fucking know-it-all. She's an encyclopedia. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes she's like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. <laughs> and then once we get there and then she'd be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Like Angelica <laughs> from fucking Tommy. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> you be like, mother. Fucker. I gotta listen to this shit for 48 hours. I told Charles that da, 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 da. let me tell you what Charles dumbass did. <laughs> As we're talking to our friends. And I just gotta sit there like the dumbass friend. Like, yeah, I thought. And they always piggyback. Charles, you thought that you could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. You're not the only one though. It's everywhere. And then and then stuff happens and I should be looking like I guess I just talk for the fun. I just talk for myself. Her favorite quote is I tried to tell you. <laughs> I tried to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've been knowing motherfucker. Been knowing you for too long. Got PTSD <laughs> with this shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. I get it. I get it. Fuck it. But yeah, hot sauce challenge coming soon. We we got some other things that we've discussed. So, you know, if you fucking with us, be prepared, man. It's time to support some motherfuckers. I'm trying to tell you. <sighs> All right, Jordan, wrap us up, fam. This one's going to seem a little pointed, but I, at this moment, can't get it out of my head. So it, it just is what it is. There's a lot of changes you can actively make to improve the world around you. And on the flip side, there's a lot of behavior that only you can prevent. So if you're listening, you're white, and you're finding those choices hard to navigate, for at least one instance, I'm gonna put you up on some free game right here and right now. 
do not ever put your hair in bantu knots. Ever. Ever, you motherfucker. Or and, dreads, for that matter. <laughs> or any of that shit. And while you're at it, put your, your hands together, put them in an X, throw them up for Wakanda. Black Panther, Chadwick Bozeman, we gonna miss you, dog. Uh, yeah. Other than that, man, you you know, you know, whatever you do in these trying times, in these COVID times, just don't be the next me. Holla. Ooh.